And hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jose, and I'm grateful to be here with you guys today. So before we get started, we're going to do our announcements like we always do. If you guys are not following us on our social media links, that's at Facebook and Twitter at wildaboutanimals.com. It's a great way to stay connected. Also, be also know what's going on in the future. Also included in that, if you go to oh, both of those social media links below, or let's say it before, sorry, you can actually go and see there'll be a link there where you guys can send me your questions and I can answer them live while the show is going on. And also included in that, if you want to do any special shout outs, happy birthdays, call anybody, that's also included in that. And with that being said, guys, how are you doing today? Um, I hope you guys are doing great. Hope you're achieving your goals, all that good stuff. So with today's show, we are actually going to do an animal today. And this animal was requested by my goddaughter, Sabrina. So I do hope that she enjoys this show. Um, This is specifically for her, all that good stuff. So today, guys, we're going to be talking about flamingos today. So I hope you guys are ready. We'll be back after this break, and then we're going to get started. Hey guys, this is Jose from Wild About Animals. Um, I just want to throw this in and be like, if you guys have any requests for any future podcasts, make sure you leave them on Facebook and then I'll make sure I'll put them on a list and I'll let you guys know if you're there. Back to the show we go. All right, guys, I hope you're ready to get started. And Sabrina, I do hope you enjoy this show very much. Just know I love you very much. And I hope, and again, thank you for listening and tuning in. And I hope you enjoy. This is your recommendation. And like, and also, guys, just included in that, if you want to recommend me any animals, just go ahead and just send it uh, through the link, through the message, and I'll just put it in line and we'll get to it eventually. So with that being said, I'm pretty sure you guys have gone to zoos or any type of thing where they have an animal. You've seen flamingos. They're a pretty common animal to be kept in captivity. Um, but the question is, you know, what is a flamingo exactly? Well, the best way to explain it is they're a waiting bird that usually has pink feathers and the long S-curving neck and these really, really long legs. Um, the most common color that people do know flamingos for is being this vibrant pink or red, which will explain how they get those colors. But they have been seen to have white or gray plumage as well. Um, and they become very a very popular animal. They become a very popular lawn ornament, if I tell you that much. Um but the fun, the cool thing about flamingos is it comes from the Spanish and the Latin word flamenco, which means fire, referring to the birds with their fiery colors, you know, like the pink and the red that we stated before. The cool thing about flamingos is they get their colors from the food that they eat. Um, a flamingo's diet includes shrimp, plankton, algae, and crustaceans. And in all of these animals inside of them, the things that they eat have carrots. Keratin, which is the same pigment that makes tomatoes red and carrots orange. So for those who don't know, flamingos just don't start out pink. It's because of their diet and consistently over the year that changes their feathers from the normal gray and white that they're born with to pink or orange. Um, and usually it could take about three years to achieve this primary mature color. Now, the biggest species of flamingo is called the greater flamingo, and it measures up to about five feet tall or so. And the weird thing about it is as tall as they are, they only weigh about six to seven or eight pounds. Now, the smallest one, the lesser flamingo, is the smallest, reaching about three feet, typically to two to four to five pounds. And there's a variety of six different variety species of flamingos. Um, 
and probably something that you have seen or that you you know that people talk about is you've probably seen the flamingos with their long legs you've probably seen them standing on one leg and the other one's tucked underneath well scientists haven't really pinpointed the main reason why they do this one thing is they think that the flamingo does this per- to preserve body heat by tucking their other leg and under their warm plumage and then they'll just alternate their leg to regulate temperatures while others think that they stand on one leg to preserve muscles because it takes a lot of muscle strength to stand up on two legs, but it's easier just to stand up on one. And now I'm pretty sure you guys have seen that the backward, if you look at the flamingo's leg carefully, you've probably seen like the backward bending thing. And most people think that's the ankle or the knee. I'm sorry, is the knee, sorry. But that bending point in there is not actually the flamingo's knee, it's actually its ankle. The knee is kind of closer to the body, but you usually can't see it because it's usually covered up through bird's plumage. Um... The good thing about flamingos are they're strong swimmers. You know, they, they live majority of their life in the water. And surprisingly enough, as clunky as they look when they walk, they're actually pretty good flyers as well. You know, it's been seen that flamingos will migrate and fly between different food sources and nesting grounds as well. Now, like we stated before, you know, flamingos eat shrimp, plankton, algae, and crustaceans. So they can probably, they, they'll eat for several hours a day. And the way that they work is they hold their bill upside down while feeding and they'll filter feed through the water. They'll strain out anything like plant material, insects, algae, all that good stuff, which makes up their very various diets. Now, like I stated before, you know, flamingos just don't pop out pink. They actually are born brown or gray, depending on the species of, you know, flamingo. And with that being said, you know, flamingos have to feed their chick regularly, and they feed them exclusively this product that the parents have called crop milk for about five to 12 days. It's basically regurgitated, high fat, high protein substances produced by their parents' digestive system. So what I just basically said to just basically explain it to you is flamingos will throw up food for their babies to eat. And this basically gives them all the proteins and the high fat that they'll need to survive. Um, the cool thing about flamingo babies is they actually start out with their beaks small and straight, but after months, the beak will actually grow and develop that distinctive curve, and it's just mainly so they can start eating by themselves. Now, I'm pretty sure you guys are probably wondering, well, what do you call a flock of flamingos? Well, there's a different types of varieties of names of what you can call. There's a stand, a colony, a regiment, or the, the one that I thought that was funniest was the flamboyancy. <laughs> You know, of all things to say, a group of flamingos is the flamboyancy is very interesting to me, but I thought that was funny. And now going back to, you know, flamingos flying, because most people assume with them being so big, you know, that they can't fly. But flamingos actually can fly pretty decently. They can fly to about 35 miles per hour, and that's a pretty decent speed to fly. And I think the I think if you go and look up how flamingos take off, it's kind of like they have to give themselves a running start and then they take off into the air. It's kind of funny if you think about it and go back and watch videos like that. I suggest you all go do that. Um, but the fact that they can fly at that pretty decent speed is pretty, you know, interesting and kind of surprising, <laughs> really. Now, with the flamingos just being such big birds, you're probably wondering, you know, with the flocks, you know, how big are flamingo flocks? Well, flamingos typically prefer larger flocks. Sometimes it's several dozen birds, but there's sometimes they've been 
known to be millions recorded in these large flocks. And they're mainly just used for safety measures when, you know, so they can see predators and offer a very stable population growth, growth sorry, which leads to the survival of the species. Well, speaking of the survival of the species, flamingos are a monogamous bird species. What that means is male and female flamingos will usually stay together for life, and they only lay one egg each year. Um, typically, you know, that gives both parents the responsibility of taking care of the of the baby. It's been shown that male flamingos and female flamingos will take responsibility in incubating the egg and also taking care of the baby as well. Um, a lot of bird species kind of do this, um, but um, I think this kind of ensures the success of the baby actually hatching, especially if they only have to focus on one, then that will actually increase its chance of survival. And then some little just fun facts that I thought I would add is, you know, flamingos are pretty worldwide when it comes to bird species. Um, they're found in South America, to Africa, the Middle East, and some places in Europe even. So, and they live in different variety of habitats from freshwater to saltwater, um, lakes, coastal lagoons, and all that good stuff. Now, flamingos have a pretty... De pretty decent lifespan for a bird. In the light in the wild, they usually typically live about to 20 to 30 years. But in captivity, with regular diets, veterinarian care, and all that good stuff, they can live up to 50 years. Now, there are some threats that are going on with the flamingos. They're not like a, a very threatened species, but one of their species, the Andean flamingo, is probably the most threatened species of all of them due to a habitat loss. But another threat is illegal poaching for their feathers and hunting for their eggs. Or some countries actually eat flamingos' tongues as a delicacy. Um, and another fun fact, um, there's actually, and I didn't know this either, but um, in 1957, um, an inventor named Don Featherstone, he invented the pink plastic lawn flamingo, the one that you've probably all seen. Um and basically, there's a proposal where there's more plastic flamingos in America than there are in the real ones, which makes sense if you think about it. Um, it's kind of messed up that it's kind of like that. <laughs> but that's kind of, you know, where, you know, things that go down. And then probably the last thing they're probably going to go in, throw in there is, even though I told you guys some environments that the flamingos live in, flamingos have been known to live in very extreme environments like a lot of the places like i said with some of the salt water or brackish water where they live you know it's extremely salty bodies of water which means there's a high concentration of carbonated salts which is very corrosive to the skin if you know if you put your hand in it but for but it's kind of weird that flamingos have evolved this physiology where they have developed these very tough leg skins that help them survive the high salt waters you know, um, and so basically that could come from their diet, that could become from an evolutionary thing. Scientists don't really know. But the, the fact that these creatures can live in these harsh environments is very amazing. And the fact that they have evolved this way to protect themselves. You know, it's even been shown that, you know, flamingo chicks um, can't even walk into it until they're older. Or So that is also something, you know, that's kind of unique. 
So, with that being said, guys, that is going to complete us today of us talking about flamingos. I do hope you enjoyed it today. And, Miss Sabrina, I hope you enjoyed it, your suggestion as well. Like I stated before, if you guys want to suggest me anything, just go listen on those links and send me, and I will get your video ready, and I will also call you out, too, as well, if you want to put your name there as also. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Tune in next week, and I will see you guys next time.